Well, hello there. It is great to see you again. Welcome back to Optimizing Your Financial World. I am your host, moderator, Ryan Ruff, and you better believe we got our star of the show and Mr. Mark Wade, president of Echelon Family Office, joining us. We're going to be getting into another wealth management topic here on the show today. And for those of you who maybe are new to the show, you know, each time Mark and I get together, we're basically tapping into his nearly four decades worth of experience in the financial services sector. We're unpacking a different wealth management topic, and these are just just like the, the strategies and solutions and conversations that Mark is having with his clients on a regular basis. And we're, we're just bringing them right here to you guys on this show. Boy, do we have a good one lined up for you guys today. So let me frame it up for you before we bring Mark in. If you are like many business owners, you're likely looking out for, you know, more than just the financial health of your company. So, okay, what is that? When you look beyond that, you also want to be taking care of your family and your loved ones. And by providing for them and setting, you know, setting them up for a rewarding lives out on their own as well, you know, even, a, a you know, detached from you and your company. So today we're going to be exploring how a proactive estate plan can really help a family, a business owner, pursue these goals exactly. And Mark, boy, is Mark knee-deep in the estate planning world. So let's go ahead and bring him on and get right into today's conversation. Mark, it's good to see you today. How are you doing? Doing great, Ryan. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. We we got a good little conversation here dialed up because I know you work so closely with so many business owners these days, Mark, and I'm sure this is a conversation that is a pretty frequent one, I would imagine. So Mark, let's get right into it. Could you better just help us understand really the role that estate planning has within the life of an entrepreneur? Oh yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's so important and, and absolutely so critical too. You know, estate planning is vital for business owners you know, and entrepreneurs, because, you know, they want to make certain that after they spend a lifetime or maybe, you know, a large portion of their life, you know, building their business uh, and, and building and, you know, creating their wealth and building their wealth. Now, they want to make sure that those assets are going to pass to whom they want it to pass to, you know, in the manner that they want it to pass to with the least amount of hassle and the least amount of taxes and that their family has, you know, the financial resources to move successfully forward in life. So at its core, estate planning is the process or how you transfer your wealth. You know, it's, it's, it's done, it's done very carefully and thoughtfully and estate planning can enable you to pass your assets as you see fit while minimizing that state and federal uh, uh, tax bill. And, you know, because those bills often accompany the transfer of, of any, of any size wealth. And you now it's obviously a big issue, you know, for most of our entrepreneur business owner clients. Well, speaking of just that, Mark, that it is an issue for them, do you find that in your experience that these business owners and entrepreneurs, they recognize the need, you know, for a smart estate planning, but they're also taking the steps to actually go about it? Huh. Well, the answer to that is a resounding yes. And, uh, uh, you know, the good news is that, you know, from what we can see, many successful business owners do have some kind of estate plan in place. Um, you know, we're fond of saying, you know, when we meet with someone, they typically have some and on very rare occasion, all of the work done, but rarely is it done as well as or as current as possible, because the environment is constantly changing, their families constantly changing, laws are constantly changing and their business changes. In fact, you know, one, uh, you know, one study that we use showed that about 88% of successful entrepreneurs had at a minimum a, a, a will you know, drafted and, you know, and, and set up and it was current at one point in time. So, you know, at least that might serve some 
uh, service in uh, in passing the assets on uh, to the to the beneficiaries or, or heirs. Yeah, it's good to hear. But I'm, I'm also hearing the flip side. There's that. But you're seeing that, you know, uh, there is instances where business owners aren't necessarily taking care of their estate planning efforts ongoing. Am I correct in saying that? Absolutely. You know, the reality is, you know, entrepreneurs may not be as well prepared for wealth transfer as they think they are. You know, that very same study showed that while 85% of the, or, you know, 85% of those that did have some estate plans, you know, and this, of these successful business owners, you know, they were more than five years old. So lots of those plans were outdated and not as current as possible to keep up with their current financial situation or the legal situation in the state in which they live, you know, so right off the top, you know, I talked about, you know, the, the tax laws. So, you know, there are continual changes in tax laws that mean that the older estate plans may not take full advantage of the current opportunities to transfer assets, you know, in the most optimal way. Uh, and then you think about, you know, those tax law changes can mean that some aspects of the older estate plan might not even be valid any longer which well, that, that could be a disaster, you know, and then changes in your company's financial health and in your own wealth status could mean that your estate plan may no longer, you know, accurately reflect the financial situation and the future needs and goals of you and your family. And of course, changes in the personal and family situation, whether it be marriages, divorces, deaths, or births, or, and, you know, any variety of other things, health not, not, uh, notwithstanding, uh, may, you know, it may make changes to your, you know, may cause your, your current estate plan to be ineffective or, you know, or accomplish that which you're hoping it will do. So these events from, you know, divorce to birth or grandchildren to death or prospective guardians or minor grand or minor children and so forth, you know, they can have, they can have major impacts on the planning for the future and any of your existing estate plans. So it's, it's really wise to have these things looked at and updated. Yeah, so so bottom lining it, what I'm hearing that you're saying is is it's very likely that the current estate plans for a sizable number of business owners and entrepreneurs are currently outdated. Yeah, outdated and very likely not as affected uh, effective as they hope uh, it, it will be. So, you know, in order to attain the best benefits from from estate planning, you need to stay on top of it. You know, as as a matter of fact, and you need to revise your estate plan when appropriate, you know, especially as new events develop that could potentially change your company or your personal wealth. Uh, and as we know, a lot of life and and laws, you know, they, they change a lot. A lot of things can happen and change in five years. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So Mark, could you give us maybe an example and break one down for us on how an outdated <clears throat> estate plan uh, could put an entrepreneur or maybe his entire family, you know, his or her entire family's financial future a little bit at risk? Okay, so let's, you know, let's use the most unfortunate situation, right? So let's say an affluent business owner dies and doesn't even have a will, you know, suddenly out of nowhere, he may find that he has relatives that live thousands of miles away and then they appear on his family's doorstep and demand a share of the wealth, you know, which could leave the family and, and your close loved ones with far less if in fact, they're able to to access that wealth through the courts. So in the worst case, the company itself may need to be dissolved just to pay for the claims and, and any residual estate taxes not covered in the plan. Or, or, or what about this one? How about you assume that a business has taken on new partners and stakeholders since the estate plan was first written? You know, at the primary owner's death, family members, you know, may end up suing each other for control of, of the assets and 
fighting over the future direction of the firm. That's, that's, I've seen that happen more than once, you know, and, and another situation might be that uh, an entrepreneur's son becomes seriously addicted to some unfortunate, you know, drug. You know, if, if the estate plan calls for him to receive a huge lump sum with no strings attached upon the entrepreneur's death, you know, that could put the son in a really bad situation because now he had all this money to burn through and, you know, could really put his life at risk um, if he's not already. And so, for example, if he uses all this money to fund, you know, that dangerous lifestyle, it could be disastrous. Sure, sure. So, Mark, in instances like these <clears throat> where uh, we're clearly recognizing that entrepreneurs need to be making sure their estate plan is staying up to date, it's relevant, given all these these changing parameters in their lives, what do entrepreneurs need to be considering then if they do fall into that bucket and they know that they need to get things updated in order to avoid some uh, negative outcomes down the road? Well, you know, the estate planning is a large and encompassing subject, right? But let's just look at some of the basics. Let's just look at some of the first things you should look at, you know, and, and, you know, that might be, you know, has your financial situation changed since the last time you had that plan developed and implemented or even reviewed, you know, has your business interests changed or, okay, how are the people involved in your business changed since that time? And, you know, has anything else changed in your life? or the lives of anybody in your family or those who are important to you, you know, that might inherit the assets someday. You know, if the answer to any of those questions is yes, then it's probably time, you know, to update that plan in some way, at the very least have it reviewed and, and hopefully a stress test. Uh, you know, we've talked about that in the past, Ryan, you know, with stress test is extremely effective in determining whether or not your plan, whether it's estate investment insurance is going to perform how you hope it will perform, you stress test it. So you start by determining the ideal outcome and or outcomes of an estate plan, according to you in your eyes, okay? And then, you know, distributing your assets at death as you want them to be distributed has to be the number one driver behind any of the, plan, of, uh, the estate planning uh, decisions. So, you know, you think about, you know, what do you want to have happen to your wealth? That, that's the foundational question. So, Mark, once you have clarity on that issue, you know, you've, you've, you recognize the need for the updating in the estate plan. What's the next step? What does implementation look like? So, Ryan, you know, armed with that current information, you consider issues such as how do you want your children to receive the assets? Do you want them to receive it in a lump sum spread out over a number of years in stages? That's something to consider, you know. Um, whether to distribute assets using a fairness approach, which means everybody gets what they need or deserve, as you see it, or an equalization approach, which simply means everybody gets the same amount, regardless of what that particular asset is. Some people may get cash, some people may get the business. <clears throat> now, you know, you have to just remember that your succession plan for your business and how well it works with your larger estate planning goals, that's extremely important. The coordination of your business financial and legal world with your personal financial and legal world, you know, that kind of makes everything hum properly. Everyone's got to be on the same page, reading out of the same book, and all these strategies have to work together, along with the existing documents you have in place, you know, whether or not they're up to date and positioned the way that you want them. You know, if they're older, they may not be accomplishing the same things in the same manner. You know, so the documents need to be part of the most state of, of you know, your your most current estate plan also. And, and just to run down, you know, a couple of things real quick, you know, that's going to mean like a basic will, trust documents, uh, 
beneficiary forms for life insurance, reinvestment and retirement contracts, durable and medical power of attorneys, healthcare power of attorneys, maybe a living will with an advanced medical directive, an inventory of assets, lists of contacts, like bankers, advisors, attorneys, et cetera. And, uh, you know, a list of passwords to your email and other online accounts. And, and of course, you know, at the end of the day, you know, what are the funeral arrangements? So, you know, digital assets nowadays, you have to take, you know, uh, you have to take very careful consideration where you store them and, and who has access to the passwords. Roger that, Mark. Yeah, we've given our audience a lot to consider in terms of the do's. Make sure you do these things when it comes to your estate plan. But before we wrap up today, I think it's worthwhile for us to kind of get into maybe some of the warnings or, or mistakes to avoid, uh, you know, when people are considering to revise and update their estate plan. What do you see as the don'ts that they should be looking into? The most common don't is don't overfocus on how to cut the tax bill, Okay by the maximum amount possible. It's important. Yes, everyone wants to pay the least amount of taxes allowable under the law. And your advisory team will help you do that. But to only concentrate on that could be a big mistake. You know, strategies that enable, you know, the maximum tax benefits often comes with often come with strings attached. And those strings may require you to give up control of the assets that you want to transfer. And the outcome may not be undesirable for you, right? You may not want to give up control. So remember, the true goal of any estate plan though, is to transfer your wealth in accordance with your wishes. The tax mitigation, while often very important and very beneficial, we, we don't deny that. It's an extremely important part of estate planning is the taxes, but that should not be the overriding driver of your estate planning decisions. Making sure what you have goes to who you want, the way you want, is maybe the most important decision. Sure thing, Mark. And these are those conversations that you're having with your clients at Echelon Family Office regularly and routinely. So for anybody out in our audience that's you know recognizing the need to maybe get their estate plan in order, and maybe they want to pick your brain and your team's brain over at Echelon Family Office, what would be the best way somebody could get in touch with you guys uh, to just open up a dialogue and talk about their specific estate planning needs? Well, you could start by visiting us on the web, <clears throat> www.echelonoffice, that's E-C-H-E-L-O-N office.com. <clears throat> Feel free to call in 888-892-9882. Or if you're so inclined, email me directly. I'd be more than happy to take your email and respond Respond myself. And that's M-W-A-D-E-M-Wade at Echelon Wealth. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, the word wealth. All right. Fantastic, Mark. Well, look, I appreciate you carving some time out of your day to jump on, be with us and get into this idea of estate planning. Boy, is there a lot of information uh, that, that's really packed within this conversation. But at the end of the day, it comes to making sure that your estate plan remains you know, up to date and you're adhering to it as time goes on. So, Mark, appreciate you and your wisdom today, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Thanks, Ryan. Looking forward to next month. All righty, Mark. And uh, hey, look, as always, we also want to say thank you to our audience, you guys, for jumping aboard and hanging out with us here on the show today. If you took anything away from the conversation, hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you checked us out on. That way you never miss a new conversation that Mark and I are having on this show because, boy, do we have a great list of topics, a lot of wealth management conversations we're going to be bringing to you guys. You know, we're tapping into Mark's four decades worth of experience, and, boy, that means there's a lot of value in these conversations. 
we'd love to have you be a part of them. So be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss out on any episodes. Before Mark, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you guys being aboard with us one final time here on Optimizing Your Financial World. <laughs>